What you missed on weekend mornings with Jason Dacey. Time to talk golf here on Money FM 89.3 because the Asia Pacific Amateur Championship, the 10th edition of the region's premier amateur golf event, takes place at Sentosa Golf Club's new Tanjong course from October the 4th to October the 17th. 7th, I should say. It's coming up and we're joined by Jerome Ung, the Acting General Manager at Singapore Golf Association, and Mike Woodcock, the Director of Corporate Communications at the RA. Welcome, gentlemen. Good morning. Good morning. So, Jerome, you're a well-known name in Singapore golf. You've represented the nation many times now working with the Singapore Golf Association. What can we expect this year at the Asian Pacific Amateur Championship? Well, I think that this is the 10th anniversary this year, and it's always a lot of action going on in the last nine years. And Singapore is happy and proud to host at, at Sentosa Golf Club, Tanjong Course. And I think this year we've got a strong field. And I feel that um, we will have a mixture of an exciting tournament ahead of us. And Mike, you've uh, flown in especially for this uh, from the UK. You've just arrived uh, this morning and you're very familiar with the Asia Pacific Amateur Championship. How do you think it's developed over the decade that it's been held? Well, I think it's made yeah, rapid strides in, in a short time, Jason. And I think you can see how the strength and depth of, of golf in Asia is growing. And it's reflected very much in this event. And I think it's played a key role in that growth. Um, we were looking at the, the the stats coming into this week, and uh, I think it's interesting. In two thousand nine, there was one player in the top fifty of the world amateur golf ranking from Asia Pacific, and this year there are ten, which I think shows just how much has come on in a short space of time. And uh, it's been really exciting for all of us involved in the event to see some players go on to play at the top level of the game and do very well. And it's very exciting for amateur players, Jerome, isn't it? Because now the winner of this event gets a place at the Open Championship, the British Open, and also the Masters. And that's some big carrot, isn't it? It is. And it's truly going to be a life-changing week for one of the boys, I think, next week. And it's something that a lot of us look forward to every year, regardless of what tournaments we play. I think a lot of these Asia-Pacific players now play in big amateur tournaments or even professional tournaments. But the Asia-Pacific amateur has just grown over the years, in these 10 years. And... I think that in like in the we have got the runner-up Andy Zhang, who has been playing over the last few years and is back again. Jin Chang, a defending a former champion in Hong Kong. So I think there's still a lot of golf to be played next week. And Mike, of course, uh, I guess golf is enlivened because of uh, Tiger Woods's uh, victory, you know, his breakthrough victory, first in five years on the U.S. tour. And of course, he had a very strong amateur career as well. So everyone is really buzzing about golf at the moment. I think that's right. I think Tiger is one of these figures that really transcends sport. And I think everyone in the world knows him. And it has a huge impact when he does well. And uh, for, for him to come back from the injuries and so on that he's, he's gone through to, to get back to the top level and win is huge. And you know, I think Tiger was someone who played in the Walker Cup, had a successful amateur career, and is this, you know, this weekend starring in the Ryder Cup in France. So it's great. It gives golf a real, a real boost going into 2019. Speaking to uh, Mike Woodcock, Director of Corporate Communications at the RNA, and Jerome Ung, the Acting General Manager at Singapore Golf Association. Jerome, what about Singapore's chances? Because we've seen Singapore having some ups and downs in, in golf in, in recent years. Of course, there's the ongoing Asian tour as well. What, uh, who are the players that Singapore should be watching out for the local talents? Um, I believe um, our top amateur golfer over the last two, three years has been Gregory Fu. I think likely this is going to be his last amateur career. Of course, it wouldn't be the case if he wins the next week. Mm. But I think he has been contending in major tournaments uh, all over the region. 
And I think he's the most experienced bunch among all of them. And this is this is his eighth appearance. So I think he's not unusual to the competition that he faced. And I think he should be very comfortable at home. And they have been practicing at Tanjong for the last almost a year now, thanks to Sentosa Golf Club. So I think they, they are very familiar and com- comfortable with the course. And Mike, you've had your finger on the pulse uh, with this event, you know, dating back to 2012 or so. Who are the strong nations at the moment? Uh, we know that China and Japan are, are always there, but who would you say are the ones that are really rising up in the, across the Asia-Pacific? Well, Jason, I mentioned earlier, I think the strength and depth is growing, and I think you see that every year. It just uh, gets better and better. Last year in, in, in New Zealand, we had four of the top five players at the end were Chinese. Mm. But you also had players from New Zealand, Australia, Chinese Taipei, Thailand, challenging and finishing in the top ten. So I think that shows just how much it's expanding across the region. You're seeing the traditionally strong nations still competing, but you're also seeing others coming through. And that's very much part of the purpose of the event, which is to inspire other nations, developing nations, to, to compete with the, the, the traditional powerhouses. And it's very exciting to see it happening. And Jerome, you've personally competed in this, I think, is it seven times that you've competed in this event or a f- quite a few times, right? Uh, yes, yeah, seven, the first seven. First seven, okay. Yeah, first seven. So what about, you know, your progression? I know that you're, uh, you're 29 now and you did turn pro about three, three years ago. How did you find it help your career? I think I, it was lucky for me because I could see it from different perspective from a player. I played for Singapore for 14 years and um, to be an assistant coach for a while and a high performance manager and now the general manager of the Singapore Golf Association. I think from a player and official perspective, I think often or not players take things for granted because everything is done for them. But being in, the, in an official standpoint, you start to say, look, so many people are doing so much good for golf. So uh, for, to encourage our players to do well and give it their best. And Jerome, you've uh, seen many players in your uh, career working in media and behind the scenes in golf. Uh, what, what does it take to make that transition from an amateur player to a successful pro? Uh, well, uh, yeah, I, I think it's, I think it's uh, yeah, I mean, I think this, a big part of this event is to provide that platform and that stepping stone from the elite amateur level to really give players a taste of what it's like to play in an event that's run to the scale of a professional event. And I think that's very much part of the experience of this championship. And I I think I, you know, can safely say that any player who's come through and played in this over the ten years will have really, you know, taken away memories that they'll cherish for the rest of their careers. And uh, you know, we talk a lot about Hideki Matsuyama, who mm. won the event twice, and we've all seen what he's gone on to yeah. do and compete in the top ten in the world and win win tour events. So I think there really is an inspiration for other players playing this week and also players back home watching this event. It's televised widely around Asia Pacific. And I think it's just it's really exciting because it's something for them to all follow and aspire to. And Mike, we've seen you talked about Tiger Woods' uh, amateur career. Who are some of the other players that ca- went from great amateur players to great pro players currently on the on the tours? Well, I think in in in, in, in the AEC we've seen over the years we've seen players like uh, CT Pan go on to play mm. in the PGA Tour. Curtis Luck, who won uh, two years ago yep. in Korea, Australia. Is, is Australian is yep. succeeding on the PGA Tour. Yep. I think we're seeing players like Ryan Ruffles, Cameron Smith come through and, and do well. So it's, it's, you know, there, there's a real stepping stone there and there's a real succession to follow. And I think, uh, I think some of the guys who are playing this week uh, will be people you can expect to see a lot more from in, in the next five years to ten years. And Jerome, you know, you're working with the Singapore Golf Association. How is the interest in golf now uh, at the moment, uh, given uh, especially at the younger players, the amateur level? How, how, how does it compare now to, say, when you first started uh, in golf? I believe that we have got a lot more... 8 to 12-year-olds out playing golf more than my time. Mm. I think the first thing would be interest. And I think everybody, I mean, with the Tiger effect now back yep. again. Yep. I, I remember when he just won last Monday 
And it's amazing how many people go to the range after that. Like, Is that oh, right? Yeah, everyone's <laughs> like, do you watch Tiger? So mm-hmm. I think it's certainly you have a lot of younger kids aspiring to, hopefully, to us in SGA, golf is a game of a lifetime. Mm. You know, you start young, you end till you're old. And I hope that they continue to be engaged in the game. And it's part of our role and responsibility to keep them engaged. And we had a Discover Golf Carnival just last Sunday, and we had about 600 over kids. So it's encouraging to see. And Mike, we talk about, you know, the tiger effect, you know, you work in the media and you can see how social media explodes when, when tiger's there and the most searched words are in golf are tiger woods. Uh, what does it do to rub off on other parts of, of golf? Because this is Money FM we want, and obviously there's a lot of money that um, tiger drives through golf, uh, not just for himself, but for other people. Well, I think as Jerome said, I think the the big reason we're all involved in events like this is to drive participation and Mm. encourage other kids to take up the game, boys and girls. And Tiger, you know, plays a huge part in that. There's no doubt that he moves the needle when it comes to profile and social media reach and everything. And, uh, you know, I think it's hugely exciting to see him come back into the game. But I think a big part of that excitement is seeing Tiger up against today's young generation of top players, mm, the, mm. the Rory's, the Jordan Spieth, yeah. the Dustin Johnsons, yeah. because, you know, they're, they're, they're players that haven't competed with Tiger in his prime. And seeing him now coming back and winning on the tour is, is, is so exciting because you, you're going to see these guys competing and uh, forming new rivalries next year. So I, I think, you know, for kids, this is a great time to be in, interested in golf and watching. There's, there's so much happening. And what kind of careers did they have uh, in amateur play, like Rory or, you know, JT, you know, Justin Spieth, these kind of, what kind of, I guess college is a big base for the American players, isn't it? It, it is, it is. I mean, you know, a big part of what we do at the RNA is, is run uh, amateur events for men and women. And, you know, you, you see these players, Rory is a great example of someone who came through and played in the amateur mm-hmm. championship, uh, played in the Walker Cup. And uh, then, then went on to turn professional. So you see that kind of uh, gradation where they work their way up through the ranks. And that's a big part of what the Asian Pacific Amateur is trying to achieve here in Asia, is to provide that stepping stone for those players to go on and do the, 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 the same. Um, so, yeah, I think, I think you, can, you can look back at a lot of their successful amateur careers and see how important it is in forming the professional players we see starting today. Talking to uh, Mike Woodcock, the Director of Corporate Communications, and Jerome Ung from the Singapore Golf Association. Jerome, what did you, uh, you know, the decision you made about your uh, competitive career as a pro, what have you decided now? Are you going to keep playing in the future? You know, because you're only 29. I know that you're very much involved behind the scenes now. Well, um, I mean, you never know. As I said, golf is a game of a lifetime, and you can see, you have seen Federer make a comeback last year, mm. and Tiger now this year. Golf is encouraging to watch. But at the moment, I think I've been given the opportunity to grow the game. I think that, that's my focus for now. Mm. And I mean, alongside the RNA, whose initiatives have been great for us, it's especially in Asia Pacific. So I think for me, you never know, I still enjoy playing. And I still play with the guys on and off whenever I can. And I mean, it's something whereby with golf, it just addicts you to keep on going, whether are you competitive or not. Mm-hmm. You, do you still see yourself representing Singapore in any events, do you think, in the future? Well, ideally, I hope if I do a good job, I see more better players to come in Singapore. Yeah, that's <laughs> going to be your, I guess, your reward. Yes, and I, I think that um, I would I would hope to have a good 13-year-old or 15-year-old represent Singapore more often. Mm. And I think that would, that would be a testimony of what we are doing here in Singapore. And Mike, how do you work together with the Masters tournament as far as the RNA and the Masters working with this tournament? How do you, I mean, because it's uh, obviously you've got the US side and, and the uh, the British side. Yeah, I think, I mean, this this event really brings together three partners, the Masters Tournament, the Asia-Pacific Golf Confederation mm. and, and the RNA. And I think we all shared the same uh, vision for this championship to really come in and, and serve the, the sort of purposes we've been talking about this morning. And I think it's a great collaboration. I think the organizations complement each other very well. 
And I think this model has proved so successful that it's been transported to Latin America, where we formed the, the Latin America Amateur Championship to fulfill the same function. And earlier this year, the RNA and the Asia-Pacific Golf Confederation established the Women's Amateur Asia-Pacific Championship, which was also played at Sentosa in, in February. So I think you're seeing a lot of exciting initiatives coming out of this collaboration. But, um, you know, the, the partnership is really valuable. And I think it's, it's you know, as, as we're saying over the 10 years, it's really delivering a lot for golf in, 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 in Asia-Pacific. And finally, uh, who do we expect to win? Uh, you know, get your prediction from both of you. What to expect in the tournament and who do you think is going to win, starting with you, Mike? Well, I mean, I think it's very hard to call because there are so many uh, strong players. And I think what we've seen over the last few years are, is players that even out with the sort of the, the top 10 or 20 that you might predict come through and win. But I think we're going to see a good competition. I think it's a fabulous setup, a great golf course. Um, so I get, I'm going to sit on the fence in terms of uh, naming, a, naming a name. But, uh, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if you saw a player come through from maybe one of the less well-known mm. nations this week. I think it's uh, the strength and depth really is there for that to happen. And Jerome, could we see a Singapore winner? If not, who do you think is going to win? I mean, I think that Singapore is ready for next week. And I think that uh, we have a good team, good six boys out there. And I wish them all the best. And I think that, um, as, as Mike mentioned, it's such a strong field. It's so difficult to see who is going to win. But... I think that uh, irregardless of that, you have got experienced players from China, Australia, like Min Wu, Andy, Jin Cheng. So I think that they're all up for a challenge. And I think that it really could be anybody's game this week. All right. Many thanks to Jerome Ung from the uh, Singapore Golf Association and Mike Woodcock, Director of Corporate Communications at the RNA. It's the Asia Pacific Amateur Championship, the 10th edition from October the 4th to 7th at Sentosa Golf Club's new Tanjong course. Thank you very much, gentlemen. Thank, Thank you. you. Thanks, Jason. Thank you.